Project Podcast. Uh, today's guest that I have on is from Australia. Her name is Bella. Hello. Hi, everybody, <laughs> and thanks for having me, Lion. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, you're, you're welcome. I appreciate you coming on. And um, Bella and I are uh, friends on Instagram. You know, she She's a truther like myself. She loves spreading awareness and whatnot. And um, I figured to have her on and she could talk about uh, a couple of things. Do, do you want to tell me about uh, the Australian vaccine tour? I know you're, you're um, involved with that. Do you want to just briefly touch up on that? Of course. Um, okay, so what's happened, obviously, worldwide, um, as we know, a bit of a pandemic. Um, it's mm-hmm. been in the making for quite some time. And um, from this has grown a lot of strength in people and worldwide. Um, many people like yourself and myself have really dedicated our lives in, in the capacity that we can um, to spread truth. So um, last year, probably about eight months ago, I got involved with an amazing organisation from a family here in South Australia in Adelaide. Um, nice. Who? So our Prime Minister is called Scott Morrison. We call him ScoMo. <laughs> That's the <laughs> slang word. Um, yeah, we won't go into too much about him. But basically last year he said that he was going to make the COVID-19 vaccine, which we know is not a vaccine, mandatory. And um, Australia kicked up a fuss and they said, absolutely not. You're not doing that. And he really very quickly backtracked and said, well, he'll make it as mandatory as possible. But out of that, um, birthed an organisation called Vaccine Choice Australia. And what it was all about was an online campaign um, to educate, um, first of all, you know, people about what's truly going on, um, the dangers of vaccines. Um, And also um, it's called Vaccine Choice Australia because what we need to maintain worldwide is always choice and freedom of choice. And and that should never even be negotiated with any sort of government or any person. Right. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Like (laughs) of all people, the government, oh my gosh. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so what happened was um, through the online campaign, I became aware of what they were doing on Instagram. And at that very moment in my life, I guess I uh, had a real true awakening and I thought, okay, what am I going to do? Because obviously all hands need to be on deck here. This is worldwide. It's not just happening in Australia. It's happening in the US, you know, in the UK. Um, so I, I put my hand up to help um, volunteer. And um, out of that, I mean, it's just grown. It's just, it's out of, it's out of my hands, really. We, um, yeah. We've, yeah, I guess um, we've birthed a Stand Up Australia tour. So a beautiful married couple who own, um, will start a Vaccine Choice Australia. They're two children, two and four-year-old, their dog, myself. We're all on the road. We've got 300 locations Australia-wide. Wow. And we're out there just doing God's work. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I, I, uh, when I saw that page, the uh, Vaccine for Choice, or I'm sorry, is it a choice for vaccine? I'm yeah, sure I know. We got deleted on Instagram, so it's vaccine for choice. Um, okay, yeah. And then we got deleted at the big one, so I think it's now a choice for, um, yeah, vaccine. My gosh, it just changes. Yeah, Instagram's awful like that. It is. I don't know how some people just manage to keep doing it. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. That that page is really great. That's it's really great what they're doing and and what you're also doing with them and 
Um, is it tiring at all, or going around all, all these places, or you you love it, or? Well, do you know, I think it's a great question because, of course, like anything that you know, you have to dedicate a lot of hours to and and um, travel. Yeah, that gets a bit tiring, but mm-hmm. this is so necessary right now for the world for everyone to band together and to do something and. Maybe what you can do is different to what I can do and what I can do is, you know, different to, to what someone else can do. But we've all got to do our part. So um, because the end goal is really to um, enable our freedoms and to maintain them and to have a representative democracy and freedom of choice, um, that's what drives, drives us every day. And we won't stop until that's, that's you know, complete. Right. Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, that's with a lot of people in our our communities we just we just keep going no matter if we've been deleted or uh, mm. you know attacked or whatever but um a lot of people um aren't too familiar with uh australia even including myself um would you say australia is is a nation that is waking up or would you say it's sort of halfway asleep halfway waking up or what, what what's your opinion on that yeah, well, you know, I guess with all the censorship, um, it's always really hard to actually get a true indication of what's going on. And that was another reason why we were like, right, we need to get out there, the communities, r- rural as well as cities, because um, you really learn a lot about what's actually going on. Because media lies. Um, anyone who has some sort of a position that is paid from the government, they lie. So um, from my opinion, um, as you would call it, a clown show. Yeah, it's definitely starting to break down and people are really starting to go, hang on a second. Like, for example, they've opened up some vaccination hubs here, okay, and um, we have Mm -hmm. some main cities like Melbourne. They're completely empty. No one's in them. And they're like mass vaccination hubs. Like, I can't tell you the amount of money that's been spent on them. We had Rebel News out there yesterday um, interviewing people in Melbourne CBD and, you know, they're asking, oh, are you going to get this shot? You? And, I mean, 98% of them said no. They didn't trust it. So I definitely believe, you know, your everyday person is starting to think there's, uh, there's something wrong. And they don't get why they're quite rushing and bullying and coercing them to take this. Because if it was the answer, right, if this was the answer, most people generally want to do the right thing. You know, like mm-hmm. if it was really, truly what they're painting it out to be, most people would, you know, think, okay, I want to do the best thing that I can for myself and right. for my neighbor. But we we all know that's not the case. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say, yes, they're definitely waking up, but um, coercion is the biggest um, problem here in Australia. Um, you know, people are losing their jobs. They're getting threatened. Um, we've got a thing here. I don't know if you've got it in the U.S. You, can, you may know a thing called no jab, no pay. So for those who are on welfare, um, for for their children from, you know, when they're born to the age of five, if they're not up to date with their vaccinations, um, they can't, you know, go into schooling and they don't get the the money from the government. So, I mean, from the most vulnerable age, from, you know, that newborn to five years of age, to be putting all these toxins into babies and and into their growing bodies. I mean, it's just crimes against, um, yeah, children. It breaks my heart. Mm. That's awful. Yeah, I know here in America there's a, you know, come get a jab, you get a free donut or a free 
what is it now? Something else today I saw. But yeah, it's it's very uh, you know they're trying to persuade people and the, the dumb people, you know. The, yeah. Um, and uh, over there, that sounds like just pure evil. I mean, it's all evil, but is. that is that is wow, that's blatant, man. Uh, coercion, like you said, or it, it's sort of like you're extorting people as well to to get this, otherwise they won't eat. So. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And like this comes down to the fundamentals of of life, you know, having the right to be healthy um, and having the right to choose. And unfortunately, as you said, there's a lot of people who aren't educated. You know, I myself, Mm -hmm. I was vaccinated as, you know, a child and in my teen teen years, we didn't know better. So I understand that there are people that just don't know. And that's why education is a massive part. But we're coming up against you know, all the lies, a big pharma. And instead of saying, oh, okay, these are the problems out there and there's nothing we can do about it, that's a lie. <laughs> we can absolutely do something about it. And number mm-hmm. one, I always say to people, don't operate in fear. Don't operate in that in that place where you're like always overwhelmed and fearful of what's going to happen because really what it comes down to is you just standing in your truth, you just standing in that knowing that what you're doing it's going to help others and it's going to help yourself to enlighten your path and, you know, to move forward where you need to, to stop being stuck in a stagnant, fearful, unhappy place where you just want to complain, just get out there and just do what, you know, you can do. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Like, uh, I think that's part of the problem. A lot of people aren't willing to stand up to authority and, and just finally say no and put their foot down. But, uh, a lot of people seem to like it uh, in America. Mm. Do, do you have anybody who's who's proud to get the vaccine over there? Look, no? I'm sure I'm sure of it. As probably like in my group of close friends, it doesn't happen because I don't really give them much time if they're proud of something like that. <laughs> I'm like later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure of it. There are, but look, the rollout here in um, Australia really just. You know, in sales, for example, you got the you go for the low hanging fruit, and and that sounds really bad, but that's what they've done. They've gone for the people that can't speak for themselves, so they're elderly. I'm sure that happened in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. The disabled, you know, people that can't speak for themselves. It's just atrocious. And also, our indigenous here as well. Um, I've heard of stories of our indigenous people, our Aboriginal people, you know, mm-hmm. fleeing the bush and running away and hiding from the government because they come out and they'll force vaccinate. And I don't care what anybody says. They are doing that, and they are completely bullying them, um, bullying them, and it's just wrong. Wow, that's – wow. Jeez. Mm, already our Indigenous people here actually have, for their children, a higher um, schedule. So they get more vaccines than, um, you know, uh, non-Indigenous children here. Why? Yeah, that, that's, uh, that sounds like they're trying to wipe them out or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what about the U.S. over there? Tell me what, what's, what you're experiencing. Obviously, because I'll be honest, oh, well, I know for sure everyone who's in this truth community, as if you want to call it that, um, they mm-hmm. look to U.S. as, oh, my goodness, if the U.S. goes down, we all, you know, the free world kind of goes down, even though we're, we, we're all putting our energy into, you know, doing things and, and we know that great things are coming. Mm-hmm. We really do look to you guys. <laughs> we're like, what's going on? Right. Tell us. Yeah. So it'd be it'd be great uh, to know a little bit there. Yeah. They um 
that that's what I've been gathering too, talking to people from the UK and Australia and different parts of the world is that uh, surprisingly everyone sort of looks to us kind of like do something, but I think that's because we're the ones uh, who still have most of our guns, you know, and uh, we're not yeah. willing to back down. And it's kind of like the the big brother who has all the guns. We kind of want him to to do something, but that that's what uh, that's what Trump offered, and you know he. He may have failed. He may have been cheated out of it. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll probably know really soon. But they, um, the people here are they're brainwashed people who, the Hillary voters, the Biden voters, and Obama voters. You could bet 100% that they've all taken the vaccine. Mm. Uh, they've gotten their Krispy Kreme donut for free, and they <laughs> post it on Instagram. And then, uh, as far as everyone else, it there's it's weird we're kind of in this purgatory where um no one really knows what's going to happen next it feels like mm. and, uh there's a lot of people just standing around it feels like not not really moving making a causing a movement but i mean other than you guys down there but um <laughs> uh, in, the, in america there, there's truly nothing going on other than a few small groups but um, the truthers here, they're they're already awake. But as far as the people in the middle, it's it's a it's a constant battle to try to wake them up. Hmm. Are are people are people? Uh, I guess are they open to hearing what you guys have to say about vaccines and stuff? Like, do do you have a story where someone was extremely pro-vax and then? Maybe after you guys spoke with them, they changed their mind. Do you have any stories like that? Uh, well, I mean, a primary, a prime example, my sister, um, she's a registered nurse and, mm -hmm. you know, she went through the training. And last year when things really started to heat up, I said to her, listen, what's coming is really, is, it's really big and you mm -hmm. need to do your research because you're going to – look back on this time if you're a part of it and you're going to regret it and you're probably never going to forgive yourself. So she thought I was a bit crazy at the start. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, you're just over-exaggerating. And anyway, you know, over time, I always encourage people to do their own research. That's not on the government website <laughs> <laughs> yep. elsewhere. <laughs> um, and look, she and I just said, you know what? You could start with this. You can go and start with the inserts, okay? The inserts of the, the vaccine packages. So my sister went off. She she was completely pro vaccine because mm -hmm. you know through um, school and everything that that like, you get taught that, and um, she came back and she was horrified. She, she the guilt that she felt number one for even vaccinating her son, who's now eight, is my nephew, my godson, um, and then you know she she resigned from her job before this rollout and she absolutely said there's no way I'll ever do that to anybody again and um, definitely not going to be a part of this new injection um, uh, and, and that's just one person and, and that's a family member and generally it's your family who's a lot harder to convince oh, as yeah. you would know yeah there's a lot of di di dividing a lot of division happening um, a lot of friends feeling censored from their other friends because if they have a different point of view or god forbid you liked trump or even say the name trump you know you're in you're <laughs> yep. in trouble you're in trouble <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Yeah, that word can really stir up a party. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, absolutely. There are people that have changed their mind. 
Um, but I'll, I'll just give you one statistic. Um, I'm sure it's very similar in the States, but we have a doctor who um, travels with us. Well, actually, sorry, she, she did a doctorate and a PhD at um, one of our universities, and she specialises in the health of okay. the loss of health freedoms in Australia. And anyway, she always shares with us the, the real statistics. And our children, there are over 53% of all of our children who, you know, are young, um, who have a chronic health issue or a chronic illness. Mm -hmm. This wasn't the case, you know, years ago. It wasn't the case. What's changed? What's increased? There's so many things that we can pinpoint, but, uh, you know, the statistics don't lie. And um, we, we see a lot of vaccine-injured children, and, and it shouldn't be taboo to talk about it. Like, it's just crazy. It just blows my mind that we can't yeah. talk about it. So we just do. <laughs> That's yeah, it. that's so good. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's obviously the vaccinations. You know, I think people are just afraid to admit that they've they've wronged maybe themselves or their family or their children. But you know, it, that's the first step is admission. You know, in, in most most rehab uh, situations. But um, uh, what else was I going to ask you? Oh yeah, the uh, do you have any? concerts going on over there like are, how is the lockdown going is it uh is it sort of still happening down there or because i know here they're starting to open up restaurants so you could sit in them and, yeah. and whatnot um so to be honest like we've had pathetic lockdowns um where i'm from west australia we've they were pathetic um and we were actually quite, you know, you could say fortunate most most of the way through. But definitely, um, I don't know if many people have heard of Melbourne in Australia, um, yeah. but Melbourne was hit the worst. I mean, um, yeah, like it was so bad there. Their lockdown was just incredibly tough and the people, you know, weren't allowed to go out in a specific area, masked up from very early on. Um, so every state's Jeez. actually been really different which is crazy because if you think about it you know we're only across states yet these people are masked and these kids that you know aren't allowed to go to school where the other states were and we weren't masked and then you know it's just been a it's real weird. bag yeah. yeah it's weird so that's why another reason it doesn't make sense because if it was really that dangerous if it was really that horrible you know we'd all be in the same position and we really just clearly weren't Right, yeah, that that's how it is too here. There's certain states that are open at, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, less restricting rules and lockdowns and regulations, but it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And and I'm sure you've experienced this too. There's certain stores, certain restaurants that only allow a certain amount of people. Yeah. But uh, the other ones allow like uh, 100 or 200, no problem. So yeah. It's pretty weird. I, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> well, seems you like know, a, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it, well, what's definitely going on is, you know, these people that are there, you know, because government's not there to control our lives. Government's there to, well, they're meant to be there to, to protect you from overseas, mm -hmm. you know, um, dramas or anyone infiltrating your country. And it's all back to front. Everything's back to front. Let's just call it for what it is. They're all complicit. Um, even those who, you know, are local senators and local MPs, they're all complicit too because they're not listening to the people who keep writing to them weekly saying, listen, we're not happy. This is going on. Listen, we're not happy. We don't want to be masking our children at school. Listen, we want a choice when it comes to this shot. You know, 
I'm sick and tired of this culture where anybody who works in the in the government realm is above and beyond everybody else. This needs to stop because right. it's not fair and it's not right and it's a government overreach and and this is why we're really passionate and this is why we all have to do something because otherwise our future children and, and the children now, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what it's going to look like for them. So we, we have to just be brave enough to, to just call it for what it is. Right, yeah, it's a it's a big uh, scam and it's also a huge, huge psychological operation on everybody, especially the children. I can't imagine yeah. being in school or uh, not being in school because sometimes they weren't but that's uh, yeah this is um it's just gone on too too long and i think like you said it's there there shouldn't be that much power in in government it should the power mm. should be in the hands of the people mm-hmm. and there they shouldn't be uh, such a, a backlash if you present such a thing and i feel like a lot of those people are too political they don't want to step over any boundaries because they have yeah ties to people or maybe they're funded by certain groups but correct yeah it's it's sad and and sadly i i don't think it's um it, it's gonna end well for them i guess you can no. say because yeah it, i just don't see it happening but um yeah i mean is there any good news that you want to talk about <laughs> oh there's heaps of good news i mean like honestly as as look we we what we're doing as well is when we go and do these, so our seminar that we're running in each state, um, mm-hmm. in each community, we've got over 250 locations to do. We have a seminar that runs for about three hours. And in that seminar, we're all solutions-based. So we don't sit there and be like, oh, this is what's going on and complain. We are solutions-based. Um, right. We're also about bringing people together. So like-minded businesses, you know, um, we're about uh, any local business that needs support or that needs to be, um, you know, put out there. We're, we're doing that. Uh, we're reaching out to people and and people are coming together like never before. I mean, this is the most amazing part of all of it, right? Like, right. for example, these people who go, oh, well, I can't, you know, speak up because my kids go to this school and they need to say who cares? Who cares about the school? Who cares about your job? Who cares about your, you know, your your pay that you get every week? Right. Like, what does any of that mean? If you can't Nothing. have a freedom to live your life and like make decisions for your family and for the health of your children, people need to slap themselves in the face and just right. go, uh, like reshift, like reshift their moral compass, get back to the basics, go back to your community. And um, that's what's happening. That's what we're doing, um, Lion in Australia. Um, and out of this has also formed a political party movement, grassroots, because politics matters. And I can't stand people that say, oh, it doesn't. It does matter because that's how they've right. controlled, you know, the system for so long. So yep. you bring it back, you know, to the Constitution. You bring it back to, to the, the, the right way, um, you know, that all of the Anzacs fought for us. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty simple. So, yeah. We do have exciting things happening. We're expecting um, out of the 250 to 300 locations, you know, thousands of people to be attending. So that's thousands of people who are willing to stand up to this tyranny and say, no, enough is enough. Right. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, uh, I wish you guys could come up here and slap some people around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys should try to get a GoFundMe going or something because, uh, I mean, so many people would love to, to fund that. 
trip for you guys. Uh, I don't know if you'd have to get vaccinated to come here. I don't know. But, oh, goodness. But, uh, well, that's another thing I think they're just completely lying about. I think people can travel places. They've just hiked up the cost of things at the moment. Um, I think so, okay. Yeah, but no, I know what you're saying. That's on everyone's. You know, what? Well, just recently in Australia, they said here that even if everyone gets vaccinated, they won't be able to necessarily travel and not even until 2024. So people who have that excuse, I don't know, clearly not well in the mind. Yeah, I don't see people waiting around that long. Uh, no. I think no. a year is long enough. We've we've had enough, you know. It's yeah. I think yeah. I think this summer something's gonna the tension might snap somewhere in the world, and then it's gonna cause a chain reaction. Hopefully, but exactly. Well, you've seen Europe. What's happening over there? There's hundreds yep. of thousands of people out in the you know streets. But as once again, because our media is so complicit and just lie, we don't necessarily see it all. But it's happening. Right. There's, yeah. There's a tipping point, and um, yeah, people can only handle it so much. But um. Yeah, but talking about um, fueling the – we call it Fuel the Tour. Um, so we want to be able to allow people to help fuel it as well. So they can jump on at um, standupnowaustralia.com.au and we do have like a donate link button. But um, also we have like a partnership thing where people can donate monthly. It can be as little as $2 just for people who can't get out there necessarily but want to help. Mm -hmm. um, it all helps, right. you know. So it's great. That's nice. Anything is appreciated. Is uh... – do you want to plug the the Instagram accounts, or maybe if they have a, a YouTube page or something? Yeah, so we're, I would say we're moving on to Telegram. That's growing every day. Um, so our Telegram is um, Stand Up Now Australia, nice. and yeah, and then Vaccine Choice Australia. So they're probably the better ones. Instagram we would delete it. Facebook we don't do. YouTube we don't. But we will be doing um like a live diary there as well. So for people who want to see the journey and the travel and all the crazy things that happen, um, like crashing the caravan, <laughs> things like that. It's all happening over here. That'd be cool, actually. That'd be really cool to watch sort of behind the scenes of that. And yeah, yeah. Clips. We're going to start doing that. We're gonna. I'll, I'll be really active doing that. This week we've just been taking a bit of time to prepare and plan. As mm -hmm. you can imagine, even something like the logistics of um, booking all the halls, you know, getting the right people, getting them along, um, just everything. But – once you open up the door and you go out there and you make yourself available, like no matter where you are in the world, there is always something that you can do. And um, don't feel alone and don't feel like you've got nobody there for you. Um, because I truly believe the, the moment you open your mind and your heart and, you know, you just allow yourself to be vulnerable to reach out to others, there's so many people there that are willing to just support you and um, be a part of this journey with one another worldwide. Right. Well. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you coming on. I know it's, we're in different time zones, so I really appreciate you taking the time. Like, like I said, thanks again, and uh, you covered pretty much everything that I was interested in uh, talking oh, about. Oh, good. So. Well, thank you for always. <laughs> I've learned a lot from your your um, posts. I really have. You've opened up <laughs> new doors for me. Awesome. Like, wow, what does that mean? <laughs> so thank you so much for always, you know, spreading the truth and and saying some really you know, daring things because um, right. it takes a lot of guts to do it. So good on you because it really does actually help educate others. So don't ever nice. stop. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and same goes to you. And I, I hope you uh, tell your your uh, 
you said there were a couple that you were traveling. Yes, yes, yes. Ruby yeah. and Peter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tell them uh, they're doing great and to, to keep up the great work as well. And uh, pretty much everyone you work with. I know you work with a lot of people. But uh, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lion. And thanks <laughs> to everyone listening. And we'll keep you in the loop with the, the tour. Okay, awesome. Thanks again. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Bye.